This podcast is brought to you by the Creation Academy Honors Program, an apologetics learning experience designed to teach, train, and inspire others to become strong defenders of the Christian faith and biblical creation. Launching early 2019, the program offers video and audio training with downloadable course workbooks, expert interviews, and exclusive Q&A sessions with leading creation scientists and apologists, quarterly ebooks covering a wide variety of subject matter, and even a private Facebook community where you'll fellowship and interact with a like-minded community of believers. If you want to be notified when the program goes live and even help us design the experience from the ground up, head on over to www.jointca.co today and sign up for the waitlist. You'll get early access to the private Facebook group for free as a thank you for joining. You're listening to The Steve Schramm Show, a weekly podcast defending the truth of God's Word in apologetics and biblical creation science. I am your host, Steve Schramm, and by now you apparently, uh, hopefully, notice something quite different about the beginning of the show, especially if you have been listening for some time. This um, podcast, uh, we are now on lesson number 61. And most podcasts only make it to episode number seven. So we have come a long way. And uh, man, we are just, uh, I'm just thrilled. I'm so excited uh, about what God has done and is doing in this ministry. Now, the past 60 lessons of this podcast have been under the title of The Creation Academy. This podcast has been focused solely on uh, the teaching of young age creation science, and it has been very, very exciting. But I have to tell you that today, some things are changing. I believe these changes will be for the better. I believe they are all positive changes, and I believe I, I have good reason for making these changes, and so I hope you'll stick around to the end uh, of today's podcast so you can get a, a better idea, a better feel of where my head is at with this decision and uh, what this makes possible for the future. Um let me just start off by saying this. I appreciate every single person uh, who has been involved in the the making of the Creation Academy. Now, here's the thing. I don't want to speak in too much of a bookend language for a couple reasons. Uh, one reason is that the Creation Academy, uh, so to speak, is still alive um, in that we are still working on building the Creation Academy um honors program that we have been talking about. You still heard it in the intro of the show. It is not going away. It's still on track. Things are looking good for that. And we still plan to have that going sometime early next 
year. So join the waitlist for that, www.jointca.co. Um, as a matter of fact, the only thing that might be changing about that is we might revert the name back to just the Creation Academy instead of uh, adding the honors program onto that. Uh, I haven't made a, a final decision on that just yet. Um, and I apologize for things being so confusing and a little wishy-washy lately. Um, priorities are rearranging. Uh, God is really doing some things in our lives and in our ministry, and uh, we're just hanging on for the ride. Uh, that's all this is. We're just hanging on for the ride. And so I appreciate uh, you all making the commitment to hang on for the ride with us. So that's one reason why the Creation Academy is not dead. Uh, here's the second reason why. This podcast will still very, very much have a heavy emphasis on young age creationism. There is probably no aspect of uh, of Christian teaching and theology that I am more passionate about, quite frankly, in the sense of that I pursue it and study it um, voraciously than young age creationism. It is, it, it's just for some reason I'm fascinated with that. I, I love that particular aspect, dealing with God's creation. I just love it. And I love it so much that I've even kept uh, creation science in the title. If you look on your podcast player, the title technically of the podcast is The Steve Schramm Show, Apologetics and Creation Science Podcast. Uh, that's what it says. I am still passionate about creation science. I love creation science. And we are going to be talking about that extensively still on this podcast. We're still going to have interviews. I, I really, I plan, you know, we're right here in the middle of a series on the 2018 International Conference on Creationism. There are going to be, uh, these next few weeks coming up, um, are, are probably going to um, deviate from that lesson series, but I still plan on finishing out my series on the 2018 ICC. So understand that we are still talking about God's creation. But here's the thing. I wanted to um, broaden the subject matter of uh, the show. Um, I wanted to, 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 to broaden it a little bit. And as we go through... Um, today's um, today's episode, I will tell you more about why that is and how, how that's all going to work. So um, today is not going to feature any kind of big theological lesson, any kind of teaching on creation or anything else, but it is going to explain a little bit about what's going on with the ministry, why we've made this change, and why I believe it is a positive change, why you should stick around um, for this change uh, and through this change. And I want to try to bring up some possible um, questions or objections that you might have to my doing this um, and, and doing it the way the way that we did it, um, and uh, perhaps that will help clear some things up for you. So the first thing that I'm sure many of you are wondering is why I used my own name. Why did I use my own name? I thought this was about God. I thought this was about minimizing myself and about about proclaiming God and His glory. Well, of course it is. Um, none of that has changed. Um, here's the thing. It's a little bit more, I guess, I guess one way to say it would be in your face um, since it is now called the Steve Schramm Show. 
Um, but that does not mean that the content is about me. Um, and if you've been to my website, you'll know that my brand has just been, you know, Steve Schramm. Uh, my website is steveschram.com. The logo in the top corner is Steve Schram, and it has a little SS on the circle. If you go to my YouTube channel, it's Steve Schram, and if you see the little SS logo is in there as well at the bottom right corner of every YouTube video. If you go to the Facebook page, it's there as Steve Schram. Um, and so this... Uh, this is just a, another another extension of that. It, it's a little bit more obvious since in, in the terms of podcasts, it's kind of like a radio show, and so we call it the Steve Schramm Show. Uh, but in a sense, it's been using my name all along. And so this is really nothing, nothing different, but I still want to explain it to you anyway. I, I've done a lot of research on this. I, I, when I first went into the ministry and decided to use my regular name, I did not do it lightly. I researched others that have done this and are known for this. Uh, the McDowells, Josh and Sean McDowell, are very well known for this. Um, uh, Ravi Zacharias, uh, Norm Geisler, um, uh, J.P. Moreland. These are people you know because you know their name. More people know about Mike Lacona than they do about Risen Jesus, which is the name of, of his organization and website. Um, there is something to your name. Uh, in the very Bible that we study, in the Hebrew culture, uh, naming was a big deal. Who you were, it meant something. It stood for something. And in the same way, I believe that God um, gives us a very unique identity. We are each created to fulfill a specific purpose in our lives. There is a telos to our lives, a design that we are to fulfill. Now, many of us have different spiritual gifts. Um, if you want to use the word calling here, we, we could very carefully use that word as long as we're understanding that what we mean by that is that God gives us each different spiritual gifts and we are to use those gifts to the best of our ability. And the discovery of those gifts um, is not really that difficult. I mean, there are spiritual gifts assessments that you can take. Many have come up with, and I think some of them are very, very helpful. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that I, I, I am not an organization. Um, I'm just not. Uh, I'm just not. It, it's just me. Uh, I don't think I have to dream up a fancy organizational name. We do have the Creation Academy, which kind of encompasses, um, encompasses I should say, uh, the creation uh, teachings of our ministry. And of course, this will now be even more obvious uh, as it comes to the um, membership uh, uh, group, the Creation Academy um, Honors Program, or, or whatever that final name is. Um, and so understand that this is this is not something we've done out of pride. This is not something that I have done to bolster my own name. Uh, that is not it at all. There are people who know me and who, who do recognize me, and I don't think that recognition is a bad thing. If I'm wanting to build my name, it is only so that I would be someone recognizable as a source that that people could trust, that I am going to point them toward the truth. Um, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not looking to build some huge organization here. It's just me. 
Um, you know, one of these days, I hope that I can I can employ other people, maybe in the in in the enterprise of this ministry. I, I do hope that it grows to that point. But I'm not looking to build some organization with multiple layers where you have to be concerned about where your money's going and when you buy a product, who is it that that all that this is having to take care of, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm just looking to be in ministry. And I do think that there is value in who we are as people. And I don't see any problem whatsoever with using my name as the title of the show, as a recognizable um, um, marker, I guess you could say, that somebody could look at the show and know what kind of information they are going to get when they see it. So that's it. I, I use I, I use my own name because this is actually a decision. It's just an extension of a decision that I made some time ago. The other reason I use my own name is because of the of the difference in content that there will be on this podcast now. Um, I'll speak a little bit more to the specific details in a minute, but just at a high level, my website features information from many different categories. As a matter of fact, if you go there to steveschram.com, I think it's the second or third tab, it says explore up top. If you highlight over that, the first tab you're going to get there says articles, and then that shoots out and it gives you a whole list of the different categories, the different subjects that I speak to um, on my blog, Christian living, apologetics energetics, philosophy, theology, um, creation. So there are different topics and subject matters that I speak to on my website. And the reality is that those same, that same range of topics is now going to be discussed here on this podcast. Now, um, it, should be said that we are going to maintain a level of consistency here. Uh, this this is not a license to just talk about anything and everything that's on my mind necessarily. Okay, I may come up that there's something in the news that I think we need to speak to from a Christian perspective that maybe goes outside the realm of what we talk about on this on this podcast, but that's doubtful. Um, it still says it's it, the 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 logo or the the tagline, I guess you could say, on my website for a long time since it started has been confidence for the Christian, and a challenge for the skeptic. That's what my ministry aims to do. Whenever we write something, whenever we record a video, whenever we record a podcast, if it does not either build the confidence of Christians or present a challenge to the skeptic or both, then it doesn't get published. And that's going to be the same thing that will not change in this uh, in this podcast, in this rebranding of the podcast of a Steve Schramm show, it says it right there on the um, on the on the front of the podcast artwork. Confidence for the Christian, a challenge for the skeptic, and so that is the kind of things that we're going to be talking about. That is very often going to encompass uh, creationism. We are going to talk about uh, young age creationism and the good evidence that we found for young age creationism quite often. For those who have been listening for a long time, you will recognize that we have a, um, uh, I, I don't know if you want to call it a policy, but we have a, a, a manner of acting on this show where we do not deal very often with other views within Christian orthodoxy of Genesis. We do not 
often deal with theistic evolution. We do not often deal with old age creationism. Uh, we do deal with them from time to time. We mention them because it, it, it comes up, okay? It, it just comes up. And I think there are some important things that need to be hashed out in that discussion. But we're still going to remain committed to what we talked about in the first few lessons of the Creation Academy, uh, which you could still go back and listen to. It's in the same podcast feed. None of this has changed. Um, and it's all on my website as well. You could still go back and listen to it. And uh, so none of that has changed, okay? Uh, we are still committed to presenting the positive case for young age creationism when we uh, speak to that discussion. We're not interested in slamming those who disagree with us, although from time to time we will need to engage with their views, and so we'll continue to do that. Uh, but, but so in short, that's why I, I use the name. I think it's actually um, a good thing uh, to use it. Um, and then on the other token, it also... Um, speaks allows me to speak more broadly to the kinds of issues that I speak to already in on, on the website but it will allow me to do so in the podcast medium uh, which is good for for a few reasons um, so let me uh, move on to the next thing then that I want to uh, the next aspect of this okay this is not a scaling back but it is a strategic, simplification. This is not a scaling back, but it is a strategic simplification. And so here is what I mean by that. The change of the podcast to this format is very likely to be accompanied by less writing on my website, at least for now. And there are um, a couple different reasons for this. Um, one thing is that I, I, you know, I do uh, website work. I've been doing that professionally for quite some time. And so I am able to look at the way people interact with the content that I put on the website. And here's what I found. Um, when I write posts um, that are not so controversial, they're not as long, but I do think they still provide great value and they give helpful tools and resources uh, for people to be able to use when uh, and leverage in their spiritual conversations. I find that, that those kinds of um, posts don't get near the engagement as my controversial ones do that end up being, you know, 4,000 to 6,000 words. Now, that's okay. I'm, I'm not upset about that, but I tried to, to write weekly so that people always have something they can come back to the site for. And every now and then, those ones that are less controversial still do get, um, you know, s some people reading them and that, that get some help out of them. And I'm very thankful for that. I don't want to minimize that. At the same time, however, what I've observed is that it might be a better use of my time and everybody else's time as the reader uh, that I be more selective about the kinds of things I take the time to write. And I think this is just going to be a helpful thing for everybody. Um, it, it might be that I release a weekly podcast episode and the podcast episodes deal uh, sometimes with some of those things that 
uh, maybe don't interest my readers as much, but would interest my podcast audience. Or um, maybe it's not that they wouldn't interest my readers as much. It's just that um, it, it doesn't get exposed to as many people because the, the topic is not as controversial, something like that. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is that you know, instead of having to rush, you know, one week write a thousand word article and then the um, uh, next week write a six thousand word article, um, even for somebody like me who absolutely loves the process of writing, I've got news for you. Six thousand word articles are tough to write. They take a lot of time and they take a lot of research and they take a lot of love uh, and a lot of refining. Um Many times when I write articles like that, I will have uh, two or three other people check my work and I will actually have them peer review my uh, publication before I put it onto my website. See, there's a lot that goes on um, behind the scenes. And so what I want to say is that maybe I could take two or three weeks um, and more evenly um, appropriate my time to write one of those articles and put it out there. And then on a weekly basis, spend some time speaking to the other issues that I believe are equally as important, but that for some reason draw less attention to my actual um, site. Okay. So, uh, and to be honest with you, I that's the way I prefer it too. When I write, I like to have a lot of space to take up to present a compelling um, and persuasive case for the things that I'm writing. And sometimes it's hard to make that case when writing a smaller article. Um, and that might be um, a deficiency of my writing, but nevertheless, that's the spot I'm at right now. The other aspect to that is that a lot of times with writing, um, my my time may be better served creating longer, more in-depth resources. Yes, like those articles, but maybe even like books. I mean, I've got a manuscript right now submitted to um, submitted to the editors that uh, I've been working on since uh, late last year. And uh, I've got another one that I've been working on for a couple years that I'm longing to finish. And so it could be that I can reappropriate more of my time to 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 contribute to those more in-depth resources, even if they end up becoming paid resources. I mean, if I sell an ebook for $17, well, yes, that's $17 more than free. But I mean, how much more value or benefit could you get out of a resource um, that in-depth? And so that's, I, I think, the direction we're headed. Um, I want to be able to provide more free and paid, uh, to be honest, in-depth resources that can be of use to you and your spiritual life. I want to help you grow. I mean, that's it. You know, I, I want to help you grow in ministry and in your Christian walk. And I think this will be a better way forward for us to be able to do that. Um, another uh, couple of reasons that maybe we could uh, dive into here uh, are just some time appropriations for me. Uh, just yesterday, I, as I'm recording this, uh, so it's actually going to be a few days for you listening, um, but on the 15th of October, I welcomed my third baby boy into the world. His name is Emery Ryan Shram, and he is just absolutely beautiful. Uh, he's amazing. So this is my third baby boy. So I now have a brand new one and a one and a half year old, a two and a half year old. 
I now have this ministry. I have a new um, music ministry slash business endeavor that I'm working on that I will probably tell you a little bit about here as time goes on, but I can't say too much more about it at this time. I also have a small web design and computer repair business, as well as a full-time job in information technology. Uh, This is not to mention other family commitments and, of course, church uh, which is of the utmost importance. We're very active members in our in our church. We help with the music there, some of the Sunday school there. So there's a lot going on. Now, I'm not complaining about that. I love it. I love to have so much going on. But that said, I've found that there are some other areas in my life, very important areas to me, that are, um, they're not being neglected. But I'm spending my time focusing on on things other than them that uh, that lead to an imbalance in my life and even in my walk with God. And, and that's not acceptable. You know, to give you a little bit of a spiritual lesson here, the devil can keep you busy doing good things. He will. He can keep you busy doing good things. But that doesn't mean that they're the things that God has for you. That in your in your asking and in your pleading and in your begging God to show you what he has for you and his will for your life and the gifts he's given you, the devil can keep you distracted doing some very good things, but they're not the things that God wants you to do. And that's what I have found happening, uh, unfortunately, for my life. Um, And so I want to be able to give uh, the uh, time necessary to some of these other things that could help improve the life of my family and also my own personal uh, spiritual walk with God. And after much prayer and deliberation on this, I really believe that this is the right step. This will allow me to still be there for you every single week. I'm probably going to go for a while back down to once a week. You know, when I started this ministry, I was blogging once a week. The podcast came in August of 2017, um, and that added a second weekly dimension to my ministry endeavors. And then I also started doing some video every now and then. And I still plan on doing the video, so that's going to still keep happening too, and that is just sporadic. I made no particular commitment as to when I would produce new videos and such. Um, That has just been a, a, a sporadic thing, and that has worked out well once Something's on my mind. I've got a list of topics. When I when I feel compelled uh, to go ahead and lay down a video, I do that. Okay, um, but at the same time, uh, I think this is going to be the greatest way forward. I think if I create just this one piece of content per week, I think I can do it in such a way that it's more valuable than creating the two I was creating before. Um, and, of course, we could speak now to a wider range of topics, but we could do multiple topics on an episode. I might not have an hour to say about the latest thought about creation I'm thinking of, but I might have 15 minutes on that and then another 30 to 45 minutes on something else. Um, so I do think it's important, and we're still going to have interviews, and we're still going to have carefully planned out lessons, and then we're going to have other lessons where it's like last week and probably next week where it's just a thought I had on the top of my mind that I wrote down two or three thoughts about that I wanted to kind of expound off of the top of my head. There is going to be a mixture of things. It's going to be more exciting. Uh, I plan on having some people come in. I have some right now that I'm thinking of who are going to come in uh, as guest hosts. Not not that 
I guess I guess I should say guest co-hosts, okay? They will come in and they'll kind of bounce some ideas back and forth on different things with me. They might not be particular experts in any given area. In other words, they or they may be, but they might not be talking about that particular area of expertise. But we might just bounce back and forth a few ideas. Um, I think it's just going to to be uh, an exciting uh, an exciting time. Man, I've got ideas going off in my head right now that I hadn't even thought of until just now uh, that I'm just really excited about. And I think that they are going to make a a great, great impact. Um, and again, I think this is going to be uh, the right step, the right step. So we'll see how it goes. You know, I was just looking at my notes and uh, I covered things maybe in a little different order than I wanted to. But I think that I I, I touched every area that I wanted to. I said everything I wanted to say. Um, this is the right move. God, God has, um, I, I want to be careful not to use too much spooky language here, all right? But God's confirmed this for me. God um has already shown me through different situations in my life that what we're doing here is the right thing. This is the right thing. Uh, I often talk to people when I'm in some uh, sort of a business coaching situation. I I say, what you know, what is the next right thing? What 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 is the next right thing to do for you, for your business, for your ministry, for the decisions that you're making in your relationships? What's the next right thing? It's hard to know what the next right eight. Uh, thing or ninth thing is to do but it's often that you can gain clarity on what the next right step is and uh there you know what there are so many things clamoring for our time so many things pulling us in different directions it can be hard to know where to go but uh this is not that way i know where to go and so we're going there and look i pray you'll go there with me um we will get to talk about things that we have not got to talk about before, um, and uh, we'll be able to express, or I'll be able to express myself, I believe, in a way uh, that I wasn't able to before because I really, really tried to keep the content focused in on young age creationism. And so while we will continue to talk about that here on this podcast, uh, we'll get to talk about so much more, and I'm just very excited. Hey, can we go ahead and close this week out with a word of prayer and uh, before we dismiss our time together. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to uh, to be a child of the King, a son of the living God. Thank you for saving my soul. Thank you for uniting yourself to me through Christ. Thank you for the ability, the opportunity, the desire, and the passion, and the will to abide with you each in every day. Now, Father, I, I fall short on that. I fall short on abiding. We all fall short on abiding with you and living in your will and applying your grace to our lives. But Father, I pray that you would give us permission to do that. Uh, you would you would realize that we have the permission to do that, to live in the grace which you've so abundantly given to us. Thank you for your goodness and for your mercy. Thank you for just being God. Lord, we uh, worship you for who you are. You're the God of the universe. You told every star exactly where to go, the moon and the sun, the earth. Uh, you have taken care of us. You've positioned everything. You've created everything so perfect that um, we can live here on this earth 
that you have created for us. Father, I pray that you would help us redeem the time. You'd help us to witness to others with your message of grace and hope and your message of love and salvation. Thank you for the changes, Lord, to this show. I pray now that you would bless each and every one of my listeners, each and every one of my readers, and I pray that everyone would uh, would come on board with this mission and with this vision, understanding, Lord, that this is the right way forward. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, everybody. Well, look, that's it. Next week, we are probably going to talk about uh, what we what I mentioned last week that we would probably talk about. We're going to talk about the relationship between science and the Bible. Uh, so we talked about um, um, how science works last week. But then this next week, uh, we want to talk about how science works in its relationship to the Bible. Does, does the Bible inform how we view things in science or is it vice versa or is it some kind of mixture of the two um we're going to really try to clarify that question next week all right thanks for joining us on i guess what is technically this first episode of the steve shram show uh, but it is less than 61 total we're going to keep that number and go right on forward and we thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week on lesson 62 thanks bye-bye mm-hmm.